Hey guys, I'm Nora and welcome to the Grateful Blessedness Podcast. I'm here to share with you the value of mindset coaching on your 12-step journey. I am a 12-stepper and certified mindset coach with a huge heart for those who struggle to stay sober and abstinent and cannot figure out why, and for those who are abstinent but still long to feel happy, joyous, and free. It is that emotional sobriety that is the goal of my coaching and the steady thread that weaves through each episode of this podcast. So I hope the podcast will encourage you in the very real struggle of living the 12-step life and ultimately serve to remind you of the source of your emotional well-being. So God bless you on your journey and thank you so much for listening. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, we are going to read... The reflection from a day at a time, January 23rd, because that is my birthday and that is today. So here we go. We must never be blinded by the futile philosophy that we are just the hapless victims of our inheritance, of our life experience, and of our surroundings. That these are the sole forces that make our decisions for us. This is not the road to freedom. We have to believe that we can really choose As an addictive person, we lost our ability to choose whether we would pursue our addictions. Yet, we finally did make choices that brought about our recovery. Do I believe that in becoming willing, I have made the best of all choices? Today I pray. May I shed the idea that I am the world's victim, an unfortunate creature caught in a web of circumstance, inferring that others ought to make it up to me because I have been given a bad deal on this earth. We are always given choices. May my higher power help me to choose wisely. Today, I will remember, my higher power is not a puppeteer. Oh, my heart is like breaking and exploding to do this justice. Um, That we are not victims. I think so many of us who find ourselves in the 12 steps feel have have you have been perhaps real true victims to horrible things but that still doesn't make our happiness and freedom something that is outside of our grasp and i think that's very important to distinguish and so here with here what they are talking about here is that if we are saying that we cannot be free because of our surroundings our life experience our inheritance then there is something amiss. And so in becoming willing, <clears throat> we did. So there's a thing here. Okay, so so as human beings, we have the power of, there's different ways to phrase this, but like personal agency, the ability to choose, the power of our will, not free will. There's lots of different ways to say it, but you are the only one who can choose what you do. You are the only one who can choose to do what you do with yourself, okay? And this is imperative. That's why each person is a a self-determining human. You know, that's why there's just a lot of philosophy and theology wrapped around in that. But it is very important because it allows you to stand on your own two legs. And when we are in addiction or when we are a hapless victim of circumstance, all of a sudden, nothing's my fault. 
because this just happened to me. And if nothing's my fault, then I don't have to do anything about it. And isn't that the best get out of jail free card? (laughs) And I say this because in my own journey, in the last few years, I've been using, I've referenced this before, the Metanoia Catholic Journal. They have this journal that takes you through through the model. It takes you through their, they call it the reason cycle. It takes a thought through reason. It takes a life experience, something that happens to you, and it helps you get to the thought and the emotion, the actions, and then put all that through the light of truth and let you know, is this useful? Is this helping me? Is this hurting me? Do I want to keep or discard this? <clears throat> and what does the Lord have to say about it? And this is really just been so huge in my life. But that's what brings this up because they have seven exercises. And in their seventh, in their sixth exercise, I kept noticing myself. It's where you finally name your character defects, basically. And I kept naming like sloth. I kept seeing sloth come up, um, abdicating my free will over to someone and being feeling powerless and feeling like a victim. And I saw it come up so much that I was like, son of a nutcracker. This is annoying. This is obnoxious. I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to be a victim. So I was like, okay, I've also learned, realized that I think St. Thomas Aquinas always said this, that we always choose, we always choose what we believe to be in keeping with our greatest good. That was so freeing because it doesn't mean that I'm so messed up and disordered that I'm that I just want to hurt myself. It's that no, I see some good in that. Whether it's because I think that if I shame myself, I won't choose that thing again, or if I eat myself sick, I won't want to do that again, or if I just get small and never do anything hard, I won't feel the embarrassment of failure. Whatever it is, no matter what I do. Something in me, and you have to do a lot of work on this sometimes, is choosing that because for better or for worse or or whether for moral reasons or because I'm just so, my conscience is so warped at this point, I believe this is what's best for me. To the point of like saying even someone who murders someone does that because there's some good that they're seeking for themselves, whatever that is. I mean, that's extreme, but there is something in that unless someone is completely mentally ill like totally mentally ill but that if that's the case they no longer have the use of reason okay so anyone with the ability to reason chooses something that is within keeping of their greatest good so because of that because of that you are the one who is making the choices in your life so that freed me that freed me to look at this and be like, why am I constantly choosing something that I can identify as sloth, that I can identify as powerlessness? And I was really trying to understand myself. And this helped me start to grow in compassion. I was like, okay, Nora, you chose that because there is some good there that you are seeking. There is some good when you defer, when you defer being the one to make the choice and then resent the person who made the choice. And then you feel like a victim of the choice that they made. There's a good you're seeking, and it's that you don't you don't trust yourself enough to make a good decision. Why don't you trust yourself? 
Well, in not trusting myself, in the choice not to trust myself, I am freeing myself from making the wrong choice. Because that, for whatever reason, feels too scary to be the one who made the wrong choice. So no, I'll defer it to so-and-so and and let them make the, the choice. And then if it's the wrong one, then I get to get mad at them because they made the wrong choice. Do you, like, see how convoluted that is? I mean, messed up, but actually, like, we all do it. We all do it. And it is this habit of being like, oh, my gosh, that's too scary. I'm going to let someone else do it. And then attacking them for not doing it perfectly, which then instills this idea that I don't want to be the one making the wrong decision because that person gets attacked when you're the one attacking them. Because you've chosen sloth, you've chosen to be powerless, and now in your powerless state, they didn't make a decision that was in keeping with your greatest good. But that's because everyone makes decisions unless they're they have this supernatural gift called love. Everyone, you know, charity, the per- perfect charity, willing the good of the other. That is the pinnacle of the height of virtue. But for the most part, we aren't perfect all the time. And so our go-to, our default, is to choose what is in keeping with our greatest good. But my greatest good may not be what you see as your greatest good. And then there's conflict. And then there's conflict. So in terms of goods, there are varying levels. Sometimes it's just like, I need sleep. But you need to eat. You know, and so that person's going to choose to eat, which means you can't go to bed yet because the toddler's still awake. And then your greatest good gets, you know, it's hard when we have differing needs, but our ultimate greatest good is what we have to agree upon. And that's where faith comes in because that's where your greatest good is told to you. So, anyway, that was a bit of a tangent. And I don't know if I did this justice. I don't even know if I finished talking about it. (laughs) Today was a little bit rambly, but I get to be forgiven because it's my birthday. (laughs) Um, But it says here that this is not the road to freedom when we believe we're hapless victims. And we have to believe that we can really choose. And you can because you have the power of choice. And that is within your dignity as a human person. That is how you were made. If you are rejecting that, you're fighting with reality and you will lose. So let's just say if you had the chance to choose today to exert that power of self-determination, of personal agency, what would you choose to choose? And if you don't know, ask your higher power what he thinks and go from there. With that, I pass. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that mindset coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at catholicmindsetcoaching.com. This is not a replacement for 12-step work. This is something outside of the 12 steps. It is simply something that has a heart for the 12 steps and those who are in it. And so welcome. If you are here, chances are you may also be a bit of a mess. And I hope that you can learn to find some gratitude in the blessings that have come from your messes. Thank you.